and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 236. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, we're in April, we're almost in May at this point. Yep. The year is going by fast. It is. We still have yet to have, you know, consistent good weather. I'm waiting. <laughs> soon, soon. I'm hopefully. waiting. You know, what's funny is every time I look in the weather app, I see like, it's like, oh, two weekends ago away, you know, it's going to be 70 <laughs> degrees. And it's been like that for like the last month. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just been depressing. I, I came home today from work and I got rain on my head because <laughs> for some reason I decided to wear a jacket that doesn't have a hood. But you wear the same jacket every day. That is true. Much. That is true. You know, I'm not going to work with 10 different styles of jacket. No, I'm just saying you're wearing <laughs> your puppy jacket that has no hood on it. Right, right. Well, I mean, this is Seattle. If we're not going to wear or have umbrellas, we might as well not have You just have to get a puffy coat that has a hood. Yeah. One of of these days uh, that I will do that. There we go. There goes. You can probably hear the fire engine. uh, It's our neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. It's going out. Not our neighbor's house is on fire. Our neighbor is the fire station. Yes. Let's just (laughs) clarify that. Yes. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Um, Sorry for that noise. But... This past week, we went by our house, mm, yes. and Brayden also came by with us, and there was a bunch of people working on it, so we just couldn't really like go into it really that much, but uh, drove by. Um, you saw, they put the walls in. They put... Uh, well, they put insulation yeah, they in. put the insulation, so you can't see in between the rooms anymore. Yay, we have so almost have, walls. So we have official like rooms now. You can like, you go into a room, you can't see into the other rooms. Yes, and the sales guy sent us a video walking through the garage into the kitchen in the great room. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, also got to hang out with Brayden after that. She got to show us around the area, um, the downtown area, and that was fun. Um, and Yeah, I don't, we don't know much about like the downtown uh, Renton area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like what can we even do because you know we're so used to like the walkability of ballard so mm-hmm. uh Braden showed us a nice little like walkable area where there's some stores uh yeah and some restaurants and that's very nice. nice yeah and other than that we watched the love is blind uh finale and reunion mm, yes. and it was netflix i think netflix has done some smaller live events before but this live reunion was supposed to be like their big live event Sunday at 5 p.m. Uh, and um, it was a massive mess up. It was <laughs> terrible. So there was, you know, this very popular show on Netflix, um, and you know, people go sit down at 5 p.m. to watch, and it doesn't work. And you know, they're like, you go on Twitter, and they're like, oh, we're having some technical difficulties. We'll be on in 15 minutes. No, it took them 75 minutes. Wow. To figure it out. Uh, pretty bad. People, People were, were pretty mad. Yeah. It was hilarious tweets about it, though. Super funny. Um, and the thing is, Netflix didn't have any other updates until they just it started. They didn't update anyone about when this was going to be started. Oh, that's really bad. Yeah, so, yeah, that was pretty... And also, the funniest part is that all these other streaming services, Hulu, uh, Peacock, like all the other streaming services... They were tweeting about it. They were. They were like, oh, we would never do this to you yeah. over here at Hulu or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, yikes. Um, so that was just 
interesting and i'm sure netflix will make sure their next live event works hopefully that never happens again yeah because that was a monumental failure (laughs) yeah people were like I mean, especially on the East Coast, that was 8 p.m. when it's supposed to start. Yeah. 9.15. Yeah, and I, I feel and like... And the thing was like two hours long. Yeah, it was two hours long, so it was already long after yeah. you had to wait 75 minutes for it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't just try to watch it by themselves at their own house. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like a, viewing parties. A, like, a we, lot we, of people, we did. Yeah, we, we did a viewing party. A lot of people did a viewing party, so they're just like... The host is just like, well, it's not me. Yeah. It's, it's Netflix itself. And, you know, so people are, like, twiddling their thumbs. Well, Blair was, like, unplugging the TV. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, not your fault. Yeah, yeah, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. I mean, I would do the same thing if we were having it over here. I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Our Wi-Fi must be out or whatever. Please make yourself at home and uh, just play on your phone. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, that was just kind of funny. Um, Also, this past week, we've watched a lot of the NBA playoffs. Right. So, yeah, Brian's going to go over some updates about that. I've never really watched the NBA playoffs so closely before, and... It's a long one. Yes. Each, each series of It's a lot of games. It's, first to four. Yeah. It's, and then they start over again and mm-hmm. again and again. Yeah, it's not like the NCAA tournament where, you know, it's one game you lose and you're out. It's you lose and you can make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And then it's harder for that team to beat you, theoretically, because they know what they did wrong. And it goes back and forth to, like you said, four four games. And first to four i should say mm-hmm. and there's you know it's not just one one round it's one two three four different rounds so you have to win i believe 16 games uh total mm-hmm. to basically win the entire thing so i'm gonna go over uh what's happened so far most teams have played at least twice within the first round so or more uh no no, no. each team's played twice oh. so far oh. so for example, on the West Coast, um, the Western Conference, I should say, the Nuggets, the number one seed, is up 2-0 to zero to Timberwolves. There's not much of a storyline there that's expected. The Clippers and the Suns, uh, this is supposed to be expected to be a very uh, highly contested series. It's tied 1-1. One to one. Um, And then up next, we have the Kings and the Warriors. This is a very interesting series because... Uh, Gonzaga's uh, DeMontis Sabonis is playing for the Kings and he's, he's, playing, really he's well. playing really well and there was a incident in the last game that's Ooh. been talked about all over social media in the, in the basketball world yeah basically uh, there is a uh, an incident where he basically got like stepped on well he was so he was somehow you know he fell to the ground he fell to the ground and so you know on purpose or not, I don't know. He had his arm around the other player's leg, right? It which right. made it difficult for him to get up. And the other player, trying to get out, stomped on Sabonis's chest. Yes, and and it was ruled excessive. So he also, but Sabonis also got yeah. Sabonis, so Sabonis so got a, a technical. The other player got uh, a, a so Sabonis so got a flagrant one. Yeah, which is an unnecessary basketball play, and. The other player got a flagrant two, which is an unnecessary basketball game. An ejection. With uh, an ex- excessive basketball play. Unnecessary ex- And he had to leave play. immediately. Yeah, so he got kicked out of the game. And what's even more interesting is, so he's on the Golden State Warriors who won last year. Mm-hmm. And they are now down 2-0 to zero in the series. So they, they're, they're, it's not looking good so far. And that player that got ejected, he... When you get a flagrant two, there's a there's a 
basically like a committee that determines if you should get suspended or not. Mm. And he got suspended for the next game as really? well. Really? Oh. So it's really affecting, uh, you know, the That's lineup. Big. It is big. So, so is he one of their starters? He is one of their starters. Oh, so it wow. is it is a big deal. Um, and, uh, you know, this is the defending champions, and they might lose in the first round. Mm. So this is a very uh, emotional series. Uh, well, clearly, I mean, they clearly were, you know, fighting. Like, yeah, clearly. yeah, yeah. They, they've been going back and forth. And these are two, uh, I don't know if there's a rivalry between the two California teams, but... Sacramento's never really been in the the playoffs before, so it's it's also a a nice little sideline mm-hmm. uh, side story, I should say, mm-hmm. because uh, you know it's nice to see new teams and yeah, they're, they're definitely the underdog in there. There a lot of teams are rooting for them. Um, a lot of teams, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the other teams oh, okay, are okay. You know, like rooting for them as well because they just don't like the Golden State Warriors because they've been winning a lot. That's true. I like them. I should just say because they have. Uh, uh, Seth Curry is an interesting player to follow, and he's a good basketball player to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so just filling out the Western Conference, the Lakers are tied one to one with the Memphis Grizzlies. And what's interesting about that is the Lakers recently acquired Rui Hachimura, mm-hmm. and he's having like the best two games of his entire career right now, yeah. where he's averaging over twenty points coming off the bench. So. It's really hard to, you know, like get in a groove and get in a good rhythm when you're coming off the bench because you're not, you're not touching the basketball a lot, getting a good feel for the game. But he's been able to score at a very efficient rate, and he's getting a lot of praise right now, which is just good. It's nice to see Zag succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, on the East Coast, there's really the East Coast is not competitive, uh, as as competitive as the the Western Conference. Um, the Bucks, the number one seed, is tied are tied with the Miami Heat, although it's not competitive series, even though it's tied one one. Um, the Cavaliers and the Knicks are tied one one. That one might be a little competitive. The games are a lot closer. Um, that one might be up in the air, I should say. And then we have the 76ers and the Nets, where Philadelphia is leading the series two to zero. And then finally, we have the Celtics beating the Hawks two to zero, and they're expected to. Uh, win every single game they're playing so that is the complete first round that we've gone through and the first round's not even over it's only been the first two games of the first round so mm-hmm. this is expected you know this the NBA playoffs takes like a while to finish out it it probably will be up going into June so wow. it, you'll have like a month of NBA playoff basketball so lots of basketball still to come if you're bored and you have nothing to do just turn on the TV, and you'll probably find a basketball game going it's like on. March Madness all over like, again. Like pretty much every single day. Like there's at least two games every day. Yeah, there's there's two games a day. I mean, there hasn't been a down down day since it started. Wow. So it, they'll start to become down days when there's less teams left. Of course, you don't want teams playing back to back games. But for now, there's enough teams that they'll just always be an NBA game right now, and that's it's very exciting if you have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. But yes, so that's that's my update with the NBA, and I'll continue to give you guys updates as more storylines emerge. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, uh, today, um, April 20th, apparently a few a while ago, Elon Musk announced that they he was going to start removing, or he Twitter was going to mm-hmm. start removing the blue check marks um, next to 
legacy verified accounts. Right. So basically, these blue check marks are you know to help people determine if it's the actual celebrity, politician, athlete, whoever. Right. Right. And so they know this is coming from this person, and it's verified blue check mark. Right. Um, there are around four hundred twenty thousand of these accounts. And they announced a while ago that they are going to do away with this. And they are going to have people pay a subscription of $8 a month in order to have your blue check mark. Before it was free, you just had to go through some sort of verification process. And famous people would get a blue check mark. Um, so today, uh, blue check marks started disappearing from some of the accounts at around. Um, 11 a.m. Pacific, and then by uh, by 11:30, all verified check marks were gone. Oh wow! It's a complete purge. The <laughs> yes. purge of check marks. Um, yeah. So they people will have to pay eight dollars a month, and they will get a blue check mark, and they will get a handful of other perks like the ability to write longer tweets, apparently. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's interesting because a lot of celebrities are have already hopped on this train and they, they want to get verified right away. They will be paying their $8 a month. $8 a month is not It's know, not a lot much. if you're a millionaire, for sure. Yes. Um, so, so far, not many users have signed up. Only around 600,000 out of Twitter's reportedly 250 million users have subscribed. Mm. Um, when it comes to previously verified users made up of actors, artists, athletes, media figures. Um, even few have subscribed, fewer than 5% of those 420,000 uh, legacy verified accounts have decided to keep paying, to, to pay for a check mark. Um, so the normal uh, big like singers, uh, Rihanna, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, uh, Coldplay, The Weeknd, um, and then actors Ryan Reynolds, Chris Hemsworth, Neil Patrick Harris, and sports uh, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and then some talk show hosts like Jimmy Fallon, Ellen, um, have all already paid. And then there are some celebrities who publicly declared that they would not subscribe, um, in, like LeBron James, Stephen King, William Shatner, and all of them have a blue check mark and are labeled as paying subscribers on oh, Twitter Blue. Okay. So they were trying to take a stand right. and save that $8 a month, and they decided... They caved. They needed to do it. Um, now, people were a little outraged about this, I think, because they're worried about impersonators. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously, a lot of the most famous people will pay, but there's going to be people who are like, is this the actual person tweeting? Like, it, it's harder to decide if it's right. like actually the real verified person um, now that you have to pay. So yes. It's just kind of an interesting move. What do you have to think? Do you have anything to say about it? I think I think people should keep you know, take a stand and not do the the blue check check mark. I think it's a little uh, it's unnecessary. Like people know who LeBron James is. I know it, it's that, but like if someone no, wants to pretend that they're LeBron James, there's like, gonna be so many people. But that he that. already has his his like tag. 
Like, it's pretty obvious. That's true, but... Like, there's one account that has one follower that has says LeBron James on it, and there's one that has millions. Brian, more people are going to be catfish now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it might it might affect, like, honestly, it might affect the people that aren't as famous, yeah. like you don't know. But the thing is, those people don't have as much money to just randomly be spending on subscriptions of just having a verify themselves. So it'll be interesting to see if this... I mean, obviously they'll making they'll be making a profit no matter what because mm-hmm. they're getting money when they weren't getting money before. Mm-hmm. But they might have a little bit more irritated customers because they'll be losing their check mark if they don't pay. Exactly. And um, Halle Berry uh, tweeted yesterday, um, "Me joining you all tomorrow unverified, so she will not be participating in this verification mm. uh, check mark and." Uh, it's just, I mean, it's really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things, but it's just interesting to see what, uh, you know, what their PR firms and their media people are deciding for all these celebrities to do. And, you know, like you said, Twitter's going to be making a profit now, no matter, no matter what, uh, because they didn't, they, no yeah, one they're getting, before. they're getting money when they weren't getting money before. So, yes. Mm-hmm. And then... Another interesting thing that is coming to an end is Netflix is going to be ending their DVD subscription, mm. which you said you didn't even know was still going on. No, I don't. Like, I, I remember, I, or maybe you remember like an ad originally, like, we'll mail you stuff. Oh, yeah. Was that Netflix or was that Blockbuster? Because no, no. Blockbuster is the store. You no, Blockbuster, you went to the store and you right. got the DVD or the VHS. Right. But Netflix started... Um, and you could subscribe you made a queue of what dvds you wanted mm-hmm. and they would send you three at a time okay and in in the mail and the cool thing about that was you know for blockbuster you could only keep it for 24 or 48 hours or whatever but netflix you could keep the dvds for as long as you want you could just only have three at a time okay so you know kids like to rewatch movies a lot so like we would rewatch movies or whatever a few times and then send it back so kind of like a library model like you're allowed to check out a book yes. but you have to return yes okay and so yeah i didn't even know that was really still going on yeah um but now after 25 years of sending dvds of movies and tv shows to people through the mail they're discontinuing the dvd subscription um they announced this week which mm. is crazy um people who still pay for the service have until september 29th to check out movies. Um, most recently, a subscription to get the DVDs by mail was uh, $9.99 a month for one disc at a time or up to $19.99 a month for three at a time. That's very expensive for a personalized movie. Yeah, and because you could just pay... I mean, I, I don't know how much the streaming is, but... The streaming is less than you, that. Yeah, you can get a million movies all at the same time. Right, right. I mean, maybe Netflix has access to movies that, like, the the disc mm-hmm. that's not on their streaming service, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, this article says that many weren't aware that Netflix still did this, but it is well-known in cinephile circles for being a comprehensive source for older titles that hadn't been updated or licensed for streaming. Oh, okay. There you so go. So, that is, I guess, a loss for people who, you know, movie watchers, avid movie watchers, um, new movies also are often available first on DVD before they're included on streaming servers. I did not. Why would they? Why I, I I knew that. Like every now and then you see like out on DVD, like when it's off the theaters, like it's yes, 
Yeah. Um, financially, the move would make sense for Netflix because of the downturn in customers using this older technology. Uh, DVD rentals brought in 145.7 million in revenue, down from 182.3 million mm. in 2021. Um, and then, in an attempt to increase revenue, the company has been rolling out the restrictions on password sharing as well. Uh, and I had heard, I think last year, that they had maybe plans to. Uh, if you wanted to share your Netflix account, it was going to cost like $3 per profile or some amount per, per profile. Per extra person. Yes. Yeah, something like that. So you, so you can't have guests. Like, it's just yeah. one person. Yeah. And then you pay per, like, profile. Extra person. But wow. maybe, why don't you just share all the same profile? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it would mess you up. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're in a TV show, all watching this TV show at different, you know, rates or whatever. Yeah, but... I, I wouldn't care if, you know, like, someone else, a family member is watching some weird TV show. As long as I don't have to pay that extra $3 a month. The only time, that, like I said, the only time it would not work is if you're watching the same show. At the same time, at, maybe. Well, no, but like, oh, I'm on season two and they're on season four. You'd have to... Oh, you I mean, might it, jump around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to continue watching, you know, that handy dandy oh, thing. You'd so... have to go in and pick that. You'd have to remember what that episode you were on. First world country problems, Mary. <laughs> I know, you'd have to remember what episode you were on. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, really difficult things. But yeah, I wasn't even aware that Netflix... Uh, even sent out the DVDs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I also had no idea that it's been around for twenty five years. That's most of our lives. Um, I don't. I mean, it wasn't that popular until probably like what end of elementary school, like two thousand five ish, is probably the first time I would remember. Would remember yeah, I can't. Netflix. I can't remo- really remember when when Netflix like started being popular. Like I remember like Redbox. Yeah. And then Netflix like kind of were in there together. Yes. Blockbuster was like the main thing. I remember going into the stores with my my mom. <laughs> Me too. And uh, and then eventually we just stopped. And then we did the mail <laughs> thing. And then honestly, streaming wasn't even really super popular until college, like 2012, mm-hmm. 2013. I I don't really remember having many streaming services in uh, high school at all i don't even know if we had netflix yeah streaming i think maybe maybe i wonder how if netflix's like growth was like encouraged obviously by like people having more and more personal laptops oh yeah yeah i think for sure like that and phones and and, yeah yeah, all sorts of things like smartphones and all that um not super comfortable to watch a movie on your phone but people do it yeah um, and then lastly, you don't know about this topic, but I found it while we were recording, but there are thousands of engaged couples who are suddenly dropping Bed Bath & Beyond, um, and they the company doesn't know if they're going to make it through wedding season. Uh, so, Brian is that I, is that for weddings? Wedding, well, wedding registries. Oh. So, Brian and I have been working on our wedding registry, uh, not at Bed Bath & Beyond, but um, it was once the go-to retailer for wedding gift wish lists. Mm. But over the past several months, several thousand users um, on Zola and The Knot um, have removed Bed Bath & Beyond products from their registries because they think it's going to go bankrupt. Um, the number of registries with Bed Bath & Beyond items is down by more than half compared to last year, which is crazy. Um, they, yeah, they... A store manager in New Jersey said that they usually they used to have ten to twelve couples um, per week that would come in and register for things, um, and now the location is closing. That's crazy. I never knew that Bed Bath and Beyond was you know such a like 
primary spot for you know wedding registries like i can, I can understand it because it's like home goods and all that stuff they have like furniture oh, home okay. stuff like bed bath and yeah <laughs> i wonder so, so it's not it's not just ne- necessarily like amazon just taking their their like spot it's no people... it is it is oh oh it is oh i thought it was like people just be looking at bed bath and beyond as like well it's a combination but the reason like... why they're failing partially is because of amazon okay but um now also I mean, people are registering more on like amazon or other websites like online shopping. but now but now but now people because they think that bad bath and beyond is going to be bankrupt soon then the people who still have registries or are shopping there mm. are now not having their registry i wonder there. i wonder if they're worried that like they're not gonna get their they're gifts they're not gonna get their gifts <laughs> yeah it's like thanks for the money but uh we're not actually gonna pay you out uh, that seems like that would not be legal but who knows what if you file for bankruptcy what you can get away with i guess uh but yeah that's interesting to know needless to say i have not asked for anything on bed bath and beyond just because I just don't think it's a cool store, <laughs> but uh, I guess a lot of people do. So yeah, I didn't know it was so popular still. Yeah, but, yeah, it's interesting that people are moving away from it, and who knows, it could be bankrupt. It sounds like I didn't know they were hurting that bad. Yeah, but I understand though. Like people now turn to Amazon for a lot more things, especially since the pandemic. Right. For a lot of like, and other stores, obviously, but primarily amazon for a lot of the things that you might purchase at bed bath and beyond right it's just a bigger like a bigger list of... and easier you just get it to your door yeah exactly exactly so yeah. anyways hope everyone has a good rest of your week and we'll talk to you next week bye bye